can we talk, guys? We need we need to have a conversation. So, Joe Rogan caught COVID on Sunday, and he took the social media and was just letting people know about his progress of how he's coped with the COVID and how it's been a few days and he's feeling a lot better. These medicines that he took to basically get over the COVID. There's a CNN medical analyst named Dr. Jonathan Reiner, who apparently has a problem with Joe Rogan not telling people to get vaccinated and not using his platform to push for people to get vaccinated. Like there, he's literally running down like, well, Joe Rogan's taking these medicines and they're not going to work because of this reason. And he really missed an opportunity to tell people to get vaccinated. Why are we so, not even we, I'm not a part of this. Why are they so, they're so pushy when trying to make people get this vaccination? Whether you want to get it or not, like I said before, you do whatever you you think makes you happy, whatever makes you safe, right? But you're literally hardcore pushing people to get this vaccination when you've never done that for any other thing before. When people were, you know, getting cancer, you weren't like, we should, you guys should go get chemo. When people were getting sick with the flu, there was no giant push to, yo, y'all should go get vaccinated for the flu. When, when there's these other issues and these diseases, you're not pushing it the way you're pushing COVID. What's going on? Like, I, I, I have a good idea of what's going on, I believe. But you're literally getting these these CNN analysts and these news people that are jumping down the throats of these guys and girls who are not using their platform to tell people what to do. Joe Rogan has never once said, don't get vaccinated, that I know of. He's never once said that. From what I understand, he's also never said, go get vaccinated, everybody. He said that he doesn't have the information to make a decision as to what to do. But he says that about everything. To be fair, if you've listened to Joe Rogan for a while, Joe Rogan has openly said he's a moron. He's not the smartest tool in the shed, but he's he's willing to do research and get information before he makes a decision. And I respect that so heavily. But they're now trying to drag him underneath the bus because he did his own thing to get over COVID. I don't know if he's vaccinated or not, but it doesn't really matter. He did his own thing to get over COVID and it's been three days and he feels fine. He he talked about like he started to feel run down and then as the days progressed, he got worse. But then he started taking these medicines and he feels infinitely better. And they're, they're saying that he's giving people a mumbo jumbo kind of folklore remedy. How? How? He literally just said, these are the things that I'm taking because as soon as I found out that I had COVID, I wanted to throw everything I possibly could at it. So I started taking this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And today I feel infinitely better. That's all he said. He didn't say, hey, guys, screw the vaccine. 
you should just do these things and it's going to help you with COVID. He never said that. So they're trying to spin his words to make it seem like he's pushing the anti-vax agenda. When in actuality, he just, he believes that you do whatever you feel is best for you. And these guys are literally trying to, to make him be a voice to get them on their side so we have another celebrity that promotes vaccinations. And what's crazy to me is that there's a select few people that I personally know that look at it that deep. Why are they pushing it? Why? Because we want to get life back to normal? Guys, COVID's not going anywhere. It's an air, it's a aerial virus that's not going to go anywhere. Just like the flu is not going anywhere. Just like influenza is not going anywhere. We're going to have to learn to live with COVID. The idea of herd immunity got shot down whenever it mutated into the Delta variant. I'm not going to get into how that happened because I have an idea of how that happened. I'm not going to get into it because it's a fight. But because of that, herd immunity is now at the window. And now they're just saying it's something that we're going to have to deal with. But what I'm tripping on is... They're, they're, they're wanting you to get this vaccination so bad. When, if you know anything about vaccinations, <laughs> vaccinations that don't only attack humans, but attack other mammals and animals within this world and the animal kingdom, I guess, because I guess humans are technically part of the animal kingdom. If we're not going to vaccinate those animals as well, we're never going to kill the COVID because they also carry the COVID and they're able to transmit it the same way that we can. And because there are different types of DNA, it mutates within them as well and just comes right back out to us. Fun fact, in case you didn't know that. So, I don't know. I saw that first thing this morning when they were just bashing Joe. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not having this. You're not, you're not about to drag Joe Rogan through the mud because he did not tell people, you guys go get vaccinated. He's not into telling people what to do. He'll give information and he'll say, do what you will with that information. But to assume that he's going to use his IG and his Spotify to say, guys, go get vaccinated. When he doesn't know everything about it or does not know enough information, he ain't going to do it. And yet they wanted to, they want to try to bash him for it. Yeah, OK, something's up, guys. If you don't know, you need to do some research and figure it out because... There's a reason why we don't trust the government. There's a reason why we don't trust people in power because we've been lied to before. What else is new? Hello there. It's uh, It's been a while. I hope whoever is on the other end of my voice right now is doing well, enjoying the fall weather wherever you are, and life has been good to you. Um, it's been a while since I've, I've spoken mostly because like I've previously said before, this is a catalog of my thoughts and my feelings and a way to help me sort things out. But I've been good. I've been, uh, been really, really good. Um, I have a trip coming up in a couple of days. Uh, my best friend is getting a new position and it's gonna be phenomenal 
Um, my queen is doing amazing things and her businesses are continuing to grow left, right, and center and it's magical. Uh, a couple of other friends of mine who have their own individual businesses are doing really, really well. My friend, I'm, I'm not using names because I don't want to put their business out there. Not because it's a bad thing or anything, but it's their story to tell. I got friends that have gone through a transformation of sorts and are doing much, much better than they were before. And everything's just awesome. Everything's so great on that front. And I have been on a journey of correcting a lot of wrongs. And by that, I mean a lot of bad habits, not just for me, but for specific people close to me because they're underneath an impression that whatever way that they're currently living is the right way even though it's not healthy for them and I'm trying to show them that there is a healthy alternative to the way that they're living. That happens to be family, of course. And, you know, I've had some knockdown, drag out fights with family and I have self-proclaimed myself to be the cycle breaker because we have been on this same trend for years and years and years and I'm the one who is saying no more and I'm sticking to it. And either you can join me on changing this toxic behavior or I will leave you behind. And as you could imagine, that doesn't go over well when people are put in a negative light that they don't see themselves in, even though you're doing it for the right reason and a positive reason. But on a positive note, at least, it's it's starting to break through and they're starting to see the other side they've had walls up for so long it's anime reference nerd nerd alert but it's like attack on titan right you're encased in this wall for years and years and years and you don't know what's outside of that wall until somebody breaks that wall and you actually see oh my god there's more than what i thought there was And that's basically what's happening. I'm chipping away at this wall little by little. Little by little. Uh, To give an example without giving too much information, um, my parents, you know, parents argue it is what it is. But I got a phone call in regards to the argument. And I let both of my parents get off their chest, whatever their perspective of the story was. And I was able to flat out tell them if they were wrong and where they were wrong at, how it should have been approached and what they could do to make it better. And this isn't me like trying to be like cocky or anything like that or acting like I know more, but low key from the outside looking in, I feel like I know more because they've been together for so long. They don't see the forest before the trees or forest for the trees. And so they're, they're very one track minded and they don't see the whole picture while I'm here to paint the whole picture for them. And it's happened a couple of times and it's starting to 
I think it's finally starting to to stick and take shape, and that makes me very, very happy because as much as we don't get along and I I feel like the outcast of my family, I still love them, you know? And so to be able to help them even a little bit on that front is a big, big W because I know that removing myself from it and dealing with all the pressure and all the trauma that came with it, dealing with that finally and being able to put that behind me has made me head and shoulders in a better headspace than I was before, uh, as you could imagine. But it's been, it's, it's been a journey, but it's going really, really well. And I, I couldn't ask for more than that. And, you know, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a schedule change coming up and when they were talking about not giving me the schedule change, this is, I can't make this up. This was my reasoning. I know I'm all over the place. You already know what it is. You know how I am. My reasoning was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, most Sundays, I don't interact with human beings outside of my kid, outside of my queen. I don't, I don't really interact with people, right? Thursday is the one day that I, a lot of my friends, and I'm using friends very, very loosely. A lot of my friends go out and I enjoy my time with them. So not having to worry about going to work or only going there for an hour and then leaving and having that extended time with them, I think would be a, a huge benefit to me. So that was literally like my argument. They're like, well, what about Fridays? I'm like, Fridays are hit or miss. Mostly because I have my kid every other Friday which is great. I I love my time with him. But that was my argument. And, you know, I think about that frequently, that the only time I interact with people who I loosely claim as friends is on Thursday. And I'm okay with it. Don't get me wrong. I'm okay with it. I am... I love me enough for an entire room. I'm going to keep it a stack. There was a time... When I hated myself and I was very depressed and I was very anxious and I was going through all these mental health things that that I did not know I was going through because I was not taught these things and I was not taught how to deal with them. So I had to figure it out. Thank God I did. But since I've taken this path that I'm on, it's not about religion. It's not about like any of that crap. I shouldn't say crap. It's not about any of that stuff. But ever since I've, I've walked this journey that I'm on, my life has been getting better and better by the day. And it could just be my perspective, right? It could be. And I'm okay with that either way. I, like I said, I used to hate myself and now I love me enough for an entire room. And I surround myself with people who I believe genuinely love me and ha always have my interest at heart my best interest at heart, to be more specific. And truth be told, that's not a lot of people, but I'm thankful for the real ones that I have. You know, I don't, I don't really tell people how I move. I don't really tell people what's going on in my life because you know the phrase, you know, like you want people that are going to support you and be on this journey with you. And 
make your dreams a reality and whenever you start working on your dreams around people you're supposed to build a team but there's some people that'll join in the ranks that won't really have your interest best interest at heart so i don't tell people how i move i don't go into detail the only people i think a handful of people know like maybe maybe four maybe four that's a reach but I do it on purpose and I'm happier this way because I remember when I used to try to share these moments with people and the first thing that they would try to do is try to shoot holes in it. And don't get me wrong, there's there's a benefit within reason, of course, there's a benefit to shooting holes in, in someone's dreams. And you do that with the intention of sparing them a massive downfall that is borderline inevitable. If it's borderline inevitable, then then yeah, I can understand within reason of shooting it down. But a lot of the the ideas that I had were were real. They were with, literally within reach, and they would get shut down by friends and family, left, right, and center. I'll give you a prime example. And for the record, I'm happy this one didn't play out because with COVID and everything, it would have sucked. But a very real one. When I worked at iFly, the idea of moving to New Zealand from the States and working in Queenstown, New Zealand was a real one. And I had a lot of people shoot it down. Now, you could look at that as, well, look at, look at it now. You know, it, it worked out in your favor, which is true. But A, they had no idea of foreseeing that there was going to be a global pandemic that could shut down the entire world, A. And B, I don't want to be nitpicky, but the way that you approach it is you're you're literally walking in to shut it down. You're walking in to belittle the idea. You know, the same concept as, you know, whenever people are like, you got that little job or you're still driving that little car, like that word little is their way of literally crapping on what you're doing. And how you're moving. So for me, I'm not about that action, right? But I, like I said, I've been keeping a lot of stuff under wraps. And the only people that know, I think my kid knows actually, which is funny. He doesn't fully understand it, but he knows. Uh, my queen knows. Uh, Ritz knows for the most part. That's about, Kayla knows pieces. And that's about it, in all honesty. But it's because... They show a genuine interest, which this is a side note, and it's it's not meant to be a shots fired, but if <laughs> I'll, I'll just give you the example and then I'll go from there. So at my job, I don't have friends at my job. I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't have friends. I have acquaintances at best. I don't have friends. There are maybe two, maybe two that I I could possibly push over into that friend range. But my friend range is we hang out and or talk outside of work, and we're not at that point yet. I'm three years in, mind you, but it's fine. I came to one of my coworkers who is one of those quote-unquote best acquaintances that I have. And my kid was sick. And I told them that my kid was sick, and it's throwing off my energy today. And no, no cap. It was her, their reaction was, oh, 
So my kid was doing da 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 da. Totally blew me off. Whether it was intentional or not, I don't know. Don't really care. It's fine. It didn't hurt my feelings or anything. But I, I remember those things. Those things really stick out to me, because for all intents and purposes, like I meet people, and as I get closer and get to know like more about them, I look for the key traits. Like, are you loving? Are you funny? Are you are you like? sweet like you know what i mean like like what makes you you right that's the big thing what makes you you and a big thing that i look at is empathy i'm very very big on empathy you're able to put yourself in somebody else's position and and to a certain extent feel what they feel in this instance i was completely blown off which again it's fine but it it goes in my memory bank, right? It doesn't fake if it heh, words. It does not affect my day to day, but it's something that I just you know put in the back, not to like use or whatever. But it it goes into your profile. Everybody I meet has a profile, right? I think I explained this before that it's literally like a video game for me. Like if I see you, your name basically pops up somewhere in around you, and then like your age your ethnicity, where you come from, things you like, things you dislike, stuff like that. And then anything I don't know, it's just like question marks. And then like, as I get to know you, those question marks become these things. And if I'm afraid I'm going to forget them, I literally type them in my phone. So I remember. So when it comes time, time for like birthdays and stuff like that, I have a list of gifts I can give you to let you know that I actually appreciate you and I pay attention to you. This is, I went off on a tangent, but that's literally how my mind works. But anyway, back to the work incident that happened. I didn't forget, but it's just, it would, it threw me off. And then you go back to the whole family thing. And like I said, that's going really, really well, man. I'm all over the place today, huh? Also, uh, the reason why I don't, I haven't done these a lot lately where I'm talking to my phone, to whoever is pressing play to listen it's because I, I talk to myself a lot more now. You know, like, I used to not really talk to myself, and then I would come here, and I would express my feelings. But now, like, I literally talk myself through everything. Through incidences, through love, through hate, through pain, all that. I talk my way through it. And... It, it makes it makes me love me even more because before I can talk to anybody else, I got to be able to figure it out within, within myself, right? And so me being able to literally speak to myself and break it down without – and by speak to myself, I mean literally out loud. I am, I am speaking out loud to solve these things. There was a time whenever I would just figure it out in my head, but in my head, I would play out every single scenario – and so it was very, it made me very anxious because in my head, everything sounds like it makes sense. So therefore I'm playing out a thousand scenarios and I don't know which one's going to happen. And I'm nervous and I'm anxious because at this point I just want to, I just want it to play out and it's never any of the thousand that I played out in my head. While now I speak it out and I'm able to break everything down 
And I'm like, this is stupid. This is not, this ain't it. This one, not it. If this one happens, it's not even worth my time and energy to respond to it. So I literally break it down to like, well, there's like two or three scenarios. They're, they're doable. They're fine, you know? And then I just let everything play out from there. And it has been the best. It's no exaggeration. It has been the best. Um, but yes, I would. I just wanted to to check in and see how everyone's doing, and let you know that on my end, I'm I'm constantly growing. I'm constantly getting better. I'm constantly learning. I'm I'm constantly more at peace with myself. I am finding my inner and outer peace, and it is great. Um, my, my mind is expanding every single day. I've actually, this is a side piece. I've actually gotten into poetry again, but it's a more specific poetry and, uh, uh it's, it's this, but it's not this. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the, the name of the person I listen to so you understand. I've gotten into slam poetry. Now hear me out before we go any further with this. Okay. It's not like the whole, I went to the store and I bought... Gatorade and it was a dollar ninety-nine for one, but a dollar fifty for two, which equals three dollars and twenty-five cents. So I went to the corner store and I bought those two gate. It's not that. It's not that. It's these people who are telling their life stories and telling their their traumas and their pain and their hurt and their frustrations through poetry and they're doing it with so much passion that it's it's so beautiful it it's but it it's beautiful but it it resonates with me because i am feeling every word that most of them are saying well i can't say most of them like the four that i've really come to like i feel their pain and if you want to like have an idea of what i'm talking about there is a guy named uh black chakra poetry black chakra is his name and then poetry is his thing and there is one he made called i spit fire and man it is if it doesn't touch your soul i don't know what will in all honesty like it's it's meant to draw you in and make you just see everything from his perspective or bandersnatch that's another one that he does that's fantastic in any situation god i'm rambling i gotta eat dinner but again i wanted to check in i wanted to tell you guys you know just (laughs) love you Give yourself more self-love. Be sure to tell somebody else you love them, you know. Uh, peace. Find your peace. Find your happiness. Um, I think I'm going to make another one soon. And it's going to be about, like, the team. Like, I, you heard me talk about the dream stuff earlier. And about, like, the team and who would play what role in the team. I think I'm going to end up doing that. But I haven't decided yet. But, yeah, that's it. I'm rambling at this point. So I will see you guys later. Peace.